What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. The place where we invite real people to talk about their journey on social media. We'll dig deep into the mindset it takes to be yourself, create massive value, and do it over and over again. This could be the episode that changes your business and life for the better. So let's go. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Social Media Mindset Podcast. And ah, I'm excited because I have two Two of my favorite people, anytime we find ourselves in a room together, we just laugh and have fun. And I think sometimes y'all just put on to make me feel good about myself. But <laughs> y'all, y'all always have kind words. And this is a special episode because I told you guys right before we hit record, I want to go a different direction. Because y'all are no longer two people. I mean, you are two people. <laughs> But but you have created a, a new brand, the Hay it's the Haven Realty Group. Is that right? Yep, that's, that's us. And it just it just rolls out of my mouth so well, and just sounds so like just excellent in every way. And so I want to dig in with you guys about that. And and so I want y'all because you you you're both very unique and different and similar. But I want y'all to tell people who you are. So y'all, y'all are the Haven Realty Group, but you are also individual humans as well. <laughs> and so, will you guys tell the audience who y'all are, and then we're gonna just have maybe the greatest episode in the history of podcasts. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm on. <laughs> you want to go first? Sure. Well, my name's Keely Luttrell. This is Brianna Castillo. Hello. Hello, podcast world. Um, and we are Haven Realty Group, which is new to us as of 2021. So two realtors in Dallas, Texas, and uh, just out there helping people sell and buy houses each and every day. And you're also like mothers. Yeah, you go ahead, girl. I'll introduce yourself. You know, yeah, I, like, I am. I have a two-year-old and a three-year-old little girls that are 14 months and two days apart. And um, as Kyle knows, I'm pretty sure that, Kyle, I cried when you were in my office when yep. my youngest was like six months old and we were literally, literally walking through hell. Yeah, like not sleeping, period. She was on machines to sleep and we were in the hospital. And I I think I've, I thought my daughter was going to die. So we yeah. made it through that. And through that, I, yeah. I mean, I sold a lot of real estate through that. It's one of those times to look back and wonder, like, how did God bring me through it? But he did. And here we are on the other side. That She's healthy now. So, yeah, I have a two-year-old and a three-year-old girl mm-hmm. at home. You know, it's mm-hmm. a gift and a curse that people cry in front of me all the time. <laughs> That's so a common I occurrence. I, you, Keely, <laughs> you, have no, you have no idea how many people go, I never do this. I don't know why I'm doing this in front of you. And, I, and I'm and i like, you're the 11th person this week that has literally <laughs> said that to me. So people feel comfortable around you. They do, whether they should or not. I don't know if that's good or bad, but let nobody's here to let, listen to us talk about whatever that was going to lead to, <laughs> you know, because, because you guys, so y'all both have marketing backgrounds. You literally went to school for marketing, correct? 
That's right. Both of us, yeah, have bachelor's degree. So, mm-hmm. so between the three of us podcast listeners, there are two degrees in the room right now. <laughs> and so the three of us are a very big deal. And so I want to I want to dig into what does a rebrand take? Because in our world, I think most realtors and lenders, they don't even really know what branding means. Mm. You hear it all the time. What's your brand? You need a brand. Who are you, right? But it's so hard to quantify that sometimes. So walk us through, like, why did you ultimately look at each other and go, we should do a rebrand? Yeah. And then where do you start? Like, what would that look like? Yeah. Well, the, can I give a little bit of a background please, yes, before please. that? Because um, we get a lot of the same question in person in, our, in real life, too. People are like, huh, what? Where'd that come from? I mean, it's really cool, but what? Why? Yeah. <laughs> so our structure just recently changed. Keely and I are now officially partners in this oh, business together on. where previously um, Keely was was technically like a buyer's agent for me. We never really portrayed it that way. Sure. Um, but I recruited her and brought her into real estate, brought her up, taught her, taught her the ropes. And just, I mean, we came to a point where it's like, you bring so much value. Like you could go do this on your own, but I don't want you to, I don't want to lose you. I can't, I can't afford to lose Keely in my life and in my business. Let's form an official partnership and make this work. So previously the name of our team was the Castillo group, which is my last name, Brianna Castillo. Um, and, and we decided that there would be a lot more opportunity to, for growth in a, in a whole lot of ways and in ways that I think we don't even know yet. If, if we choose a new name. And so choosing a new name came with an opportunity to, to do a whole rebrand. Yeah. So that's like picking the name of something is so much pressure. Yes. Yes. Right. Like, so I was watching a story. There's a friend of mine who's a, who's, she's actually a social media expert. And, uh, we get talked about in the same circles, but she's (laughs) like really talented. And they just bought a new dog. And this is like day three of their dog. And on her stories today, she's like, we have to pick a name. Like, we can't (laughs) just not have a name for this animal. And names are hard. Yes. So, so like, what did that look like? How did you guys start down that road? So even without the change in structure, we were actually talking about, do we change our name? Um, The Casillo Group beautiful last name, but you could do anything, right? It could, that doesn't say necessarily what we do and it doesn't necessarily like evoke an emotion in you. And so that was the goal in the new name is how do you actually make your brand work for you when you're not around to tell people what it is that you do Mm, and what it's about. That's good right there. What you just said, can you say that again? Can, do you even remember what you just said? Yeah. So how to make your brand work, talk for you, basically speak to someone when you're not around to speak to it and tell them what you're about. Mm -hmm. I love it. So, um, and it, and you shouldn't have to, right? Like how do you make this work harder? So people just know who you are without you constantly having to explain it. Right. And so that was part of it. Yep. Brianna and I love to work fast. We were having a meeting about this in October and we'd kind of do an annual team retreat and we were talking about this. And I said, I think there's a lot of opportunity to expand our reach with our name so that we kind of become come to people's mind when they think yeah. about real estate yeah, collectively and not just as individuals. And Brianna looked at me and said, okay, let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> okay. I expected that there would be a lot more attachment to the old name. 
And we emailed, actually, uh, we looked up a couple brand designers that day and emailed the one that would eventually work with us to create our new brand that day, that day. But the the name itself is, is I think, a good story. It is. I mean, we yeah, spent well, I an entire it. day. We spent an entire day on Keely's couch with <laughs> notebooks and just brain dumping words and using yeah. thesauruses. And I mean... In that same day, I guess, is when we really talked about um, what's that called again? The, the the paragraph that says like who we our are, mission our statement. mission statement. It all yeah. it all was absolutely born out of our yes. mission and what we want our service to provide. We mm-hmm. want to be people that are knowledgeable in real estate, but that help make the process less intimidating. So we need yeah. to be relatable but professional. Um, kind of thinking through who our who our standard clients are and things like that. So we were very grounded in that. And we wanted to make sure that it was easy to say, easy to remember, and easy to spell because we have to give it so often over the phone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah spelling out our email address before, Brianna, B-R-I-A-N-N-A, <laughs> at thecastillogroup.net was a challenge. Whoa, so, dot net. So Yes, dot net oh, because on. it was a we are dot com now. Don't worry, dot com. Yeah. So that okay, was good. also an important part of choosing a name. Was I, the I dot just com left, availability. I just left my AOL email like a week ago. You know, so what? I was big drapes at AOL dot <laughs> com. And, oh gosh! You know, no, I'm just kidding. That was actually my original AIM, but I abandoned it long, long ago. <laughs> so, I'm really glad to hear that, Kyle. But you mentioned you you looked up the URL before you officially picked it. Absolutely. Which is huge. So guys, if you're listening, never settle on any name unless there's actually a .com that can back up what you want that name to be. Otherwise, and an Instagram handle. Yes. Yeah. Too. Yeah. It's huge. And, and so, so this rebrand is underway. You pick Haven Realty Group. You buy the domain, the, the domain. How did you, how did you guys pick, like, did you just keep the colors from the Castillo Group? Did you totally go a different direction? How'd you, how'd you do that? We worked with our designer um, and she just kind of worked us through. I mean, we, we took it very seriously and hired a designer and paid her money (laughs) to make this right because it's an important part. No, it wasn't cheap. Um, But she brought, she really led us through the process and we had many rounds back and forth of us saying, Hey, this out of these four different options, this is the one that I like the most, but I would like to see it tweaked maybe a little bit more in this direction or that direction. And just lots of rounds back and forth until we finally felt like we had something that was exactly what we wanted it to be. Yeah. If people need a brand, we've got to shout out Claire Price. Um, she's Claire Claire Turner Price creative. Yeah. She's awesome. We are not graphic designers by trade and we don't claim to be. And that's really an incredible skill set of hers because we didn't know what we wanted it to look like, but we could tell you what we didn't like. Mm -hmm. And so she magically makes things out of very nebulous feedback, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is a miracle. Yeah, that is an incredible skill set. And we're going to link to Claire Turner Price Creative in the show notes of the episode. Perfect. Can't recommend her enough. That needs that help. And and so so this this rebrand is taking form. Did did you guys decide like what type of content is this new brand going to be or were y'all already kind of satisfied with the content you were already doing as the Castillo group? Like did that did that shift any what what is what does that look like? 
it's been a big challenge because we've spent several years creating content as the Castillo group. And yeah. so now we are recreating a lot of content. So it's absolutely disruptive, but something that we think is going to be worthwhile long-term, but it affects everything, right? We have a podcast. Um, it's called the Where We Live podcast. It's for people that buy, sell, or own houses. So if you want to tune in, we'd love for you to tune in. All of that, all of our graphics for that needed to be created, our website, our home our home buyer packets and our seller proposals are everything had to be redone, but we think it was for the greater good. To be honest, we're still working on yeah. it. I mean, we haven't ordered our updated business cards yet what? because it's just, what, what did you say? Every project is really like a mountain of a million small projects. Of course. Yes. So, <laughs> let, let's, our, so, yeah. so let's talk about this because I run into realtors all the time that they have an excuse for everything right? For why their numbers aren't what they want them to be, right? For why this isn't what they want it to be. Going through a rebrand, you have every excuse in the world to go, let's just kind of pull back on production a little bit, like, because like, we got to get this right. And oh my gosh, how could we ever do a buyer's consultation without new business cards? Will they even think we're professional? I mean, I've heard all of these things. Yes. How can I sell a house without a business card? I've literally had realtors say that to me. So how did you guys fight for production while chaos was happening in the background? I think, I think I'd say there's two parts to that. I mean, number one, we are very clear in that our, our, we're, our main role is our main role and we're here to sell houses, right? Yeah. So that is our priority and that's what we're here to do. And we fill in all the gaps of time with the back office stuff. And I would consider our rebrand to, our rebrand to be a back office item. I mean, it definitely took plenty and plenty of hours, but it would never take priority over a listing appointment ever, never take priority over that. And if we have to explain to them that we're in the middle of a rebrand and this, this listing proposal is our previous brand, wow, what a great conversation starter to tell them that we take this seriously and we're yeah. coming up with a new brand and we can't wait to show them that our flyers, once the house hits the market, is going to be in a whole new brand okay. because we take it so seriously. So what you just said is all about mindset. Yeah. Right? Because some people could could go, well, does it, do I feel, do I look unprofessional? Because like I'm going through this transition and and so you can choose to take it either way. Mm-hmm. How do you guys, because you guys are both incredibly positive people, you know, when, every time I'm around you, I, you know, and I know that you have bad days and, and, and all that, but like, how do you protect against the negativity that just swarms the industry that we work in all the time? Mm-hmm. We like to say a lot that we, we try to keep the first things first, um, for both of us, uh, we're Christians. And so we truly believe that our job on earth is to work as though working for the Lord, right? This yeah. isn't the end game for us. Um, second is we are grateful to have a part of our mission be to help people move through the real estate process. And so that is our focus at the end of the day, people don't care, what your internal business card looks like. They care, are you going to work hard for them? Are you going to be responsive? Are you going to do that with integrity? And that's what matters first. That's a brilliant answer. <laughs> Thanks. I love it. So, so we just, we just, that's our North Star, right? We, we're focused yeah. there. Yeah. So, so let, this is a random question that I haven't asked very many guests, but you said it. So you gave me permission to do whatever I we want. We give you lots of permission. Kyle. That's right. And this is my <laughs> podcast. Dang it. I'll do what I want. So we came here at our own risk. 
That's that's very true. You signed a waiver that said you could die from being on this show, and here we are. So you you talked about being a Christian. How do you, you know, because there's a lot of different thoughts around is 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 faith and business are those two com- completely different? You know, compartmentalized aspects of our lives. Can we subtly pull them together? Like, how do you? How do you walk that line? How does your faith play a role in your business? Does it make you nervous like about like it coming up to someone and they potentially not choosing you because they choose to believe differently than you? Like what how does how does that all work for you guys? I, I to answer the last question first, that doesn't make us nervous at all that okay. somebody would decide not to choose us because of our beliefs. Um I've, I have clients that are very open to me that they are, do not believe in Christ. They do not believe the Bible. And we have conversations about that and they know that I do. And if anything, it's a, it's a great conversation for us to yeah. drive deeper in relationship. It does not in any way make them not want to work with me as a real estate agent. But if it didn't, I don't, I mean, I don't care. That's not what my business is about. Yeah. Um, I, I also tell many of my clients that this is my ministry. This is not separate from my life with I Christ. This is is how I live out my life as Christ. This is this is how I think we have a, a platform and an opportunity to show God's character through the way that we work out our business and in his excellence, the the honor and our honesty and our integrity. Yeah. Um I know that a lot of a lot of your audience um is our real estate agents and lenders and we all know that it can be, a, it's an interesting, interesting sea out no. there is what I would say. <laughs> and we the, work in the most credible yeah. <laughs> and just honest and forthright industry out there. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. So the, the, the opportunity to be, to, to show them, to show, just to show Christ's love yeah. through our integrity, I think is an incredible platform. And, and we truly, we both consider that this is our ministry. I love it. Yeah, I think that's really well said. And I and obviously we don't do that perfectly. And and part of that's, you know, how do we resolve the things that we don't do well too, right? Like yeah. um and pe- everyone wants to know. I don't think there's a conversation out there that we have with someone that we're meeting for the first time and talking about buying a home with them or talking about selling their home where they don't want to know that we're going to tell them the truth, that we're going to shoot them straight. Yeah. Right. And so to have that conversation up front of like, I'm not going to just shoot you straight because it's convenient for me. I'm going to do it because I have a higher calling to do that. Yeah. I think a lot of people feel like, okay, I'm in good hands because you believe that doesn't matter if I believe that. Right. right. But th- I think that matters a ton that there would be a standard there that's outside of ourselves. Brownie, you look like you were. Yeah. Say yeah. I, I wanted to add you, in. I was- <laughs> Sorry, that probably edited out, right? No, no I'm go. not. I don't edit it. Okay, great. We just well, I wanted, roll. <laughs> I wanted to add in one thought on top of that, that my husband Oscar brought up about how, what he loves about real estate during the little snowpocalypse that we had was an opportunity to reach out to a bunch of my clients. I, w- I didn't have the, the time and bandwidth to reach out to every single one of them. So if yeah. 
if one of them is listening to this and I did not reach out, I am sorry, but I did reach out to many of them. And he was like, man, what, this is part of what I love about real estate. What an opportunity to show your faith, right? Like I was offering to clients to come live with us, stay with us. Like you, and some of them did. We had, I had clients come stay with us because they had no power and we did. Um, And so just another example of how it's, this is a ministry and it's a, it's a platform and a way to really live out your faith. We get to be in people's lives. I mean, so quickly. I, we always say, like, when we close, it's like, I'm going to miss you, but you don't get rid of me, right? Like, let's yeah. see each other again because everyone just lays bare, right? This is my financial picture. This is our marital issues. These are the things that we're looking for, for to make our family work. You know, we learn all of that so quickly and, and we're grateful to get to be a part of that for people. So I think this is a great segue because what, what, you, what you guys are talking about, Right, the the relational aspect to real estate that some realtors choose to take, right? There's still a ton in our industry that are transactional, and it is what it is, right? They can do it how they want to do it. But for you guys, like, do you always friend all of your clients on social media and or like go follow them on Instagram? Like, is that pretty much just a given? Yeah, I would say most, not 100%. Sometimes it's really obvious that this is just a business transaction to them. In that case, no, I'm not going to bother them and bug their space. But we literally in our, we have an intake form and we ask for their Instagram handle and their Facebook and they give it to us and we follow them immediately. Yes. So what I just heard you say is if someone's listening that did do a transaction with y'all and y'all are (laughs) friends on social media... Come friend us. We want to be your friend. Yes, we want to be your friend. (laughs) That something is wrong with them and y'all chose to keep some Or they had a super undercover profile and we just couldn't (laughs) find them. True. Okay. So so most of your friends you're friending and and then you guys do a great job of content. And and you're creating that through through multiple ways, one of which is a podcast. So let I want to talk just about content in general. Like, how do you guys keep thinking of things to just talk about so that you don't allow weeks to go by and you've done nothing. You're a continued inspiration to us in this, just so you know, you encourage us to just say something. Uh (laughs) I, I, yes, I try to. Yes. I think for us and, and I mean, you were a big part of this, Kyle is the podcast was coming out. We were preparing so much for that. We launched our podcast. Well, we started recording it a year ago, but didn't launch it until May because of COVID. Um, But we were realizing that our intent and really with our social media is for them to know us, but also to provide education to people, right? This isn't just all about like, are you interested in someone else closing? No, you like (laughs) to look at other houses, right? That's curious. That's interesting, but it's interesting because it's interesting to you. Right. And so how do you connect with that person specifically? Um, The iterations of what do we post that has definitely evolved. And I know in two years, we're going to look back and wonder how we posted what we posted now, but part of it was just beginning you know? And so things that came to mind, we brainstorm every week about that. But now the podcast in and of itself, we kind of boil down that then becomes a blog post that then becomes a video that then becomes a graphic. And we try to then use our, our podcast to compound that content. You see that? You see that? I, saw, I see. I see what you did. That's there. Kyle Draper copyrighted. There'll yes. be a link to that in the, in the show notes. <laughs> and so that's been a huge source of that, um, especially around the education piece on our feed. And I would say since we started doing that and having a a true structure and system in place, it's 
I mean, we have way more content and it's way, way easier and way less time. It is all starts with the podcast and then everything just comes from that. Where before, yes, we used to sit every day. What are we going to post today? What are we going to post today? What are we going to post today? And now it's twice a month. That's it. I love twice it. a month. And from there, it all spreads out and mm-hmm. looks like a ton of content. And so and also we- looking at our schedule for the week, right? Yeah. Like what's interesting that might be good to post. Yeah. We're challenging each other to show up on stories and kind of have accountability there of like, go put your face on there. They want to see you, you know, tell us something, you know. So what do you guys feel is the is the most challenging aspect of like curating content? Is it the, oh, I don't want to be on camera today or, or is it the literal like idea of what you're going to talk about or is it the, do people really give a crap about any of this anyway? Like what, what ends up being the, the struggle the most for you guys? Go ahead. I kind of think that our current biggest challenge is making sure that we stay relatable and we're not too refined. Um, we yeah. don't do like, we don't have a high production or anything, but we have some really pretty pictures and some really pretty stuff. Yeah. And that's part of what Keely talked about of us challenging each other is like, just show up in stories. We need to like, we, we place the high importance on, on having our, I've told you this before, Kyle, of like why, why it matters to us so much mm-hmm. that what we're putting on our feed is excellent because our clients are paying us thousands and thousands, tens yeah. of thousands of dollars. Right. So and we're to mar- literally to market. They're right. paying us to market. So I want to show them that I can market well. But we don't want to get lost in that. Of it, yeah. All it is is this pretty polished marketing. So I think that's our current challenge is it looking too polished. And even though it's not taking a huge amount of time from us to look so polished, we need to stay relatable. And so that's part of our challenge of each of us needs to show our face in video form in stories at least once a week. Because kind of to what you said earlier, right? Like you're either going to attract or repel people, right? And so people are either going to like us or they're not. And I think the more that we tell people, you know, get people to get to know us, they can, they can make those decisions, right? Instead of us being a nebulous brand, they get to know each of us, our personalities and, and how we relate because everyone wants to know that the person on the other side of a business transaction is a human that gets what they're going through. And especially when it comes to real estate. Yeah, 100%. And what's interesting to me is like, I, I think y'all are the opposite of me in that because of your background and, you know, you you learned marketing, you, you guys both, you know, breathe excellence and you both love fashion. And, and so that's just natural, right? Like look at y'all's background and look at my background, right? I haven't even <laughs> unpacked my office and- I wish I could say it's because I moved in last week, but that's not true. And, and so I should trying, see what's over here. Don't worry, Kyle. I know, but, <laughs> but, it, but still, at least you got that little bitty spot that looks excellent. Right. And you, it doesn't matter what's going on to the, to the outsides. Uh, so I'm trying to refine raw and then y'all are trying to kind of unrefine a little bit. <laughs> And, yeah. and so I would encourage you, you know, cause Brownie, you said that like, you know, we're trying to challenge each other, like once a week, show up in stories and you guys should probably be showing up every day in yeah. stories. You're right. We're starting. You know? You're right. That's our easiest. <laughs> that's our digestible start with once, but yes, we agree. We're just starting and, with once a week and we'll go more. And that's the most important part. Yeah. Is the starting. Yeah. 
some people would go, well, let's take a month. Let's come up with a strategy. Let's come up with a plan. <laughs> and then we'll, you know, think about it. And you just got to go. And, and that's what you guys you do. are doing. So you do. what would you guys say? Again, we know the audience here. And, and you guys are such great educators and, um, and just lovers of people. And so for the new agents that would be listening to this or the struggling agents, maybe it's a 10-year veteran that's been a high producer but never truly given technology a shot. What would be your encouragement to them of like where to start and what to do first to mm-hmm. try to really engage the, the technology social aspect of what we do? I don't know the exact stats around this. You might, you might know, but I love Instagram. I spend a lot of time on there and I don't know, 95% of it I spend on stories. And I would say when, when I look at the amount of effort required to put up a story versus the amount of effort to put up a post, a post is way more effort for us, but, but people are spending time in stories. And so I think it's very intimidating for people that don't know how to work social media sometimes, but literally go on Instagram click record and start talking. I think that's the easiest thing that you can do. It can post to both Facebook and Instagram Mm -hmm. and you've now connected with people, right? I think curating a perfect feed is a hurdle that, that can be hard to get through mentally. So just get on there and start talking to stories because I personally love them, which is why I've been encouraging us to do more. I think I watch people's stories and I think people aren't going to want to see that of me, but that's not, that's just not probably true. I hope. (laughs) And so I'm we're challenging that now. Yeah, we're challenging that. I love it. I think that's great advice. What 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 advice do you have? Can well, my advice is not necessarily about technology. It just struck a chord with me. We talk about new agents and what's most important. I would say that it's not Instagram. It's not Hmm. the place where you need to start. If you're at the if you're at a threshold where you need to expand and start using Instagram, then then that's I think where you start with Instagram. But a brand new agent, where you need to start, I, I think um, over the the years that I've been in real estate, I and I I look back at where has my success come from, and where where do I want to keep investing my efforts to keep keep growing this thing? It's it's just all into the relationships with people. I think social media is a great way to use a megaphone and to reach more people, but at the end of the day, if your network just your network, not other people that find you on hashtags, your network knows that you're good at this thing called real estate. Number one, I think that's, that's a requirement. But after that, they know that you care about them then they're going to work with you. They're not going to work with somebody else. So that has to happen first. Your people need to know that you're competent and that you care about them. And then from there, get on stories and keep showing people that you're competent, show more people, but people need to know that you care about them. Yeah. And then why would they go work with somebody else? Even if they think that person might be a little bit more competent, you care about them. I love yeah, Facebook yeah. is such a good maintenance tool for that, right? Like commenting on people that you know as posts yeah. and things like that. But you're right, without making sure that you're reaching out, you know, it doesn't mean a lot. Mm-hmm. So my final question is usually video-based because that's what I love the most. And this is my show. So you do what you want. Video. Right. I think, you know, with what you both just said, stories and relationships, both of those things can be solved through video. 
Because I've been thinking right. to the relationship side, that's why I love Facebook so much because Facebook is made up of my relationships. Mm-hmm. Whereas Instagram, right, is more of a follow audience. And, and so you're, you're hoping to, to reach more people that you don't necessarily know yet. Right. Facebook, man, those are my people. That's mm-hmm. my jam. And, and so with video, which I think is incredibly powerful, and y'all been doing a podcast for over a year now where y'all use video in that, what would be a tip that you would give in, in regards to video specifically, whether it's something that you've personally overcome and, and had to get better at, uh, but for the people out there that are, that are going, yeah, but like y'all are young and pretty and I'm old and ugly or, or whatever their excuses, right, for why they're not doing it, what, what would you say to them in, in regard to video to kind of help them get better? People already know what you look like. <laughs> we learned that from the pro. I mean, we learned that from Come you. That, that has changed my mindset. People know what you sound like. People know what you look like. Just stop watching it back and being mean to yourself. Record it and put it out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, people already know. That's what you do every day. Preach. And uh, yeah, that is, I think, part one, part two, which is part of that. <laughs> too many parts. Sorry. Two Stop parts is try- not too many parts. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said part like four times. Oh. Stop. Yeah. Stop re-recording. Just stop it. Yes. Just get it out there. Yeah. It does not have to be absolutely perfect. Get your point across because nobody cares about that as much as you do. They just don't. You True get your that. point across. You got your point across. And that's what matters. And you're more human when it's yeah, human. when there's the re- the flubs and the whatever. Everybody. I mean, that's why podcast is such a fun medium. It's just what it is, you yeah. know. We're we're just talk- talking to each other. So good, you guys are the best. We learned we learned that from the pro from you. You're the yeah. best, Kyle. Well, I'm sure I stole it from somebody, but I appreciate <laughs> you giving me credit for it. So how how do people connect to you guys if if they if they live in Dallas Fort Worth and want to work with y'all? If they want to listen to your podcast, how do people connect? Well, let's start with Instagram because we talked about Instagram a lot. Yep. Our Instagram is dallas.haven. I like Our it. website is dallashaven.com, not .net.com. Come on, <laughs> yes. get in that com. Let's go. <laughs> and then we're Haven Realty Group at on Facebook. So you can mm-hmm. find us at all those places. And any of those places will connect you to the other one. So and Dallas Haven. The podcast, if you want to go specifically to the podcast, is where we live podcast.com. And all these links will be in the show notes. Guys, thank you. Thank I, you. I can't thank y'all enough for hanging out and imparting just incredible knowledge to the people. Thank you for having great. us. It's been it's a pleasure. Huge honor to be on Kyle Draper's podcast. Oh, come on. <laughs> Guys, thank you for listening to another episode of the Social Media Mindset Podcast. We'll be back soon with another incredible guest with incredible stories. See ya. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Social Media Mindset Podcast. If this episode made an impact, please consider subscribing, leaving a review, and talking about it on social media. Go make a difference, and we'll see you soon.